What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. So you're here because you want to know modern, vintage, everything in the world of card collecting today. Chuck, he's the collector, and Joe, he's the dealer, welcome you to the best card talk that covers it all. From the hottest new cases to 67 high numbers, all brought to you by Oxygen Financial. Breathe easier about life with Oxygen Financial. Visit OxygenFinancial.net and buy sports card investor the leading source for videos podcasts and articles about investing in sports cards profit from the hobby you love by visiting sportscardinvestor.com collector dealer take it away it is the collector and the dealer episode 46 joe's headed to the national and apparently so is everybody else i am the collector i'm chuck oliver been doing this since 1976 he's joe davis he's the dealer been doing it since 76 as well we've known each other since elementary school and now we bring you the podcast each week joe davis how you doing brother doing great chuck it is such an exciting time in the hobby have so much to talk about to our listeners today all right a couple of q a's for you to start with first of all if people want to get in touch with joe off air um what is the way to get in touch with you if they want some info maybe an address uh to get some product uh if they want to come visit in person if they're local how do they get in touch with joe sure yeah if they're in the metro atlanta area they can come out to our store we're out in loganville at 2970 rosebud road in loganville but if you shop with us online, they can just visit gotbaseballcards.com. That's G-O-T, baseballcards.com. Uh, and that's we use that same handle on Twitter, YouTube, eBay, you name it, all, all right. over the web under Got Baseball Cards. And another uh, digital advantage for everybody uh, is Sports Card Investor. Jeff Wilson and that whole crew over there, the app, the, uh, the market movers. Tell everybody about Joe, SCI, and all the offerings they have. Yeah, Jeff is a good friend, and he is a good friend to the industry as well. He he yeah, he and his team put together a number of great products that um, digital products, things that you can use to get better informed about the industry, whether you're a collector or an investor. And SportsCardInvestor.com is the place to go for that. Yeah, and I actually was, um, as you know, I host a syndicated college football only uh, uh, radio show year round. Do it nine states, fifty one different sticks, and I actually was wearing my SCI T shirt yesterday on the show because, you know, Joe, we're getting excited because training camp's about to open, and I want a real quick comment from you. And you mentioned this before back during the draft. I've been hearing from a lot of listeners, so I actually talked about Jeff and Sports Card Investor on my college football show because. 
hey, I want to get a new Justin Fields card. What's the one to get? I want to get a Trevor Lawrence or a Kyle Pitts card. What's the one to get? And and my only response is one with him in his NFL uniform. Um, reiterate that point, but give anything else beyond my most basic. Make sure it's an actual NFL card. Exactly. Yeah, right now a lot of the draft products have been coming out, and they're fun and relatively affordable compared to the NFL versions. And if you know, if you loved seeing Trevor at Clemson, then – you know, you may want to get one of those cards, but for long-term value, you want to get one in the pro uniform, a licensed card in a pro uniform. Uh, certainly, if you're looking like for the autographs, that's where the bigger money is going to be long-term. Uh, so, yeah, got to be patient because a lot of the biggest NFL releases have not even started to come out yet. Oh yeah, and I'm 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 targeting like September, October to really get a full view of everything is available. Then I'm diving into the deep end of the Kyle Pitts pool. Ain't no doubt about that. But uh, again, Jeff Wilson, the sports card investor, it's a great place to turn to see the movers. Uh, you know, week by week, series by series, etc. Uh, there yep. with sports card, absolutely. All right, Joe. I said uh, Joe's headed to the national. Apparently, so is everybody else. Uh, the national is the last couple days of the month and then into august it's uh, about two weeks two and a half weeks from now vip tickets were released last week vip tickets sold out five day passes were released next five day passes are now sold out um joe you already told me they could have had it on christmas day and the fire marshal would shut the place down you're gonna have a crush of customers in a couple of weeks in chicago um update everybody on j and j's planning for this year's event what you're bringing etc yeah, it's uh, just as we speak this morning, we were preparing a brand new product that we're releasing called Soccer Slabs, which is a mystery product with uh, graded soccer cards in it because, you know, we're big into the soccer industry. Uh, so we're going to be releasing our own product at the National. We're doing all, both Soccer Slabs and Hoop Slabs. That's with a Z on the end. But also we are uh, we've been pricing cards left and right. We're going to have thousands of graded cards at the show. Uh, we're going to fit as much unopened product in the van as will fit once we pack everything else. We've kind of got it staged like, here's the critical stuff, here's the next uh, next level, and then if this doesn't make it, it doesn't make it. But even as I speak, one of my other team members is pricing vintage high numbers right now. Oh. We've just bought a large run of high numbers and vintage stars everywhere from low-grade mantles to high-grade, you know, 71 high numbers. Oh, yeah. wow. So, all that stuff's being priced right now. Yeah, if you got a 71 Boog Powell, I believe it's card number 700, I'm your boy. Um, All right. Panini Father's Day packs? Do tell. I saw this on one of the message boards. Uh, did you get any? What are they like? Love me some free giveaways. Yeah, we did. We gave a lot away the day before Father's Day, and we still give them away with any Panini box purchase and just randomly to kids. As we speak, I'm opening a pack just to try my luck, and I just got a Patrick Mahomes and a Cody Bellinger base cards out of the set. There's two cards per pack, but there are uh, – I haven't watched any autos pull, but they normally put autos in these oh, wow. and memorabilia cards. And it's a standalone set. You can't get the cards anywhere else. They're only manufactured for the Father's Day packs, and we give them away free on our website as well as in the store with any Panini box purchase. All right. Uh, factory sets, um, I think they were supposed to be out in a couple of days. Maybe they got pushed back. I don't know. But um, talk about yeah, factory sets because I thought they were coming out like middle of the month. Yeah, they were originally scheduled for early July, then mid-July. Now it's late July. They're currently scheduled for July 28th and uh we, we will have both the retail and the hobby edition 
Of course, the retail edition is the one that will have the five rookie variations. Uh, don't know which five rookies. They usually choose the top five rookies that had a card in series one and two and do five different poses. You can only get those in those factory sets. And then the hobby edition will have five foil board numbered parallels. I don't know the exact numbering they're doing this year, but it will be could be any of the cards in the set. You get five par numbered parallels per set. So every hobby set is different. Every oh. retail set is the same. Oh. Okay, every hobby box set could have different parallels, but a retail is going to have the same five? Correct, yes. Okay, Unnumbered rookie parallels. Okay, yes. I wanted to ask you about that because I was reading last year. It's the first time that I bought modern complete box sets when they were released. And, for instance, I bought a couple of the blue boxes. And, and am I remembering correctly? You may not even know, but... Uh, I was reading somewhere that if I open one blue box or ten blue boxes, in those you get the exact same five cards in every blue yeah. box. Yeah, that's the, quote, retail edition. And uh, that, that is the ones that just have the five same five rookie parallels in every set. So I could buy it in here, Wichita, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, I'm getting the same five. But if I get into the purple, the red, the greens, then I have a chance for whatever parallels are in the box. Is that true? Correct. Yeah, usually Walmart, and I don't know the details yet, but typically Walmart has their own version. Last year, there were some serial numbered versions. You could even pull a one of one set. Um, and then there are, I guess Target won't have their own version this year since they're not selling trading cards as we speak. So unless that changes, but uh, there's typically multiple versions. We carry both the hobby and the retail, but there are some other flavors out there as well. All right. Well, if I could ask you then, um, because I still have, I've, I'd sold some when I started having some private sales, you know, because guys love unopened and a chance to rip or whatever. But I, I still have three box sets from 2020, a blue and two purple. If I open them, um, what's the upside? Uh, I normally buy unopened, hold, then sell it as unopened. Um, is this a fun rip for me this weekend? What kind of price would would you have on those boxes in your store right now? The purple, if I remember correctly, was the Target exclusive last yes. year. Uh, they, they're a little over 100. A, I don't have any right now. Uh, they trade for a little over 100 a set. Uh, and you'd have to, usually on the box, again, I haven't had them, but they typically will tell you, uh, there there are some exclusives in those. Oh, yeah. There'll be a that, little verbiage down on the bottom right corner. In this box, you get look for green or purple or whatever. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I remember now. It's the uh, Chrome Rookie Image Variation. So they take one of the top rookies. They do a parallel in a Chrome version with a different photo than they had in the base set. So it's basically like the blue set because you're going to get the five regular rookie parallels but you also get the bonus chrome so that's the the one layer better there i guess the purple set all right so uh what i mean we're not talking huge dollars i mean those three boxes yeah. might be 250 bucks total uh what do you think yeah. rip or rip or just leave in the closet i would hang into especially the blue you you know what you've got unless you want to grade some of those rookies you know i would just hang on to them from the professional, any tips for the regular guy like me on eBay? Any way to be like 1% more secure, make 2% more money, 3% more sales? Any tips from the pro? Uh, one of the biggest things is trying to generate more sales. One thing we do is we promote our listings. It's a little-known trick that a lot of people don't know about where you can go in and you can push your listings to the top. Um, 
you just click on your listings, you go into your seller dashboard and you say, I want to promote these listings. And then you can choose what percentage you want to pay. Uh, if you want to say, I want, I want to give up 1% of the sale to help move my listing higher up in the search engine or 2% or 10% or whatever. And that has really helped us generate a lot more sales. Um, you know, also, uh, we try to be, because of the volume we do, we have a number of repeat buyers, sometimes in the same day. So we try to make sure we're combining orders, uh, saving the customer money and saving us shipping dollars as well. Um, promoting, just being really clear with your listings. You know, I mean, some people just stick a, you know, I mean, you and I both know that, a, you know, a 71, uh, like you talk about the book pal, they're not all the same. And if you just stick a title up there and you say, you know, 71 tops Boog Powell, and that, that's your whole title, that's not going to generate the sales mm -hmm. when you say near mint, mint, crisp, got to, you know, whatever. So nice, thorough descriptions, nice, clean pictures. I remember you told me a story. Was it a 71 Neek or I forgot there was some of your Necro you got a crazy amount of money for? Oh, yeah, 71 Phil Necro. Um, and I surprised, I, described it fully and put six different pictures of one baseball card up there because it was a 71 and it's perfect and it went for like three 350 360 like wow. it was a speculator i know exactly what i don't care it's his card now exactly and that's probably what that's probably a five dollar card ten dollar card in the book so uh yeah exactly there, there are ways to maximize the return on every sale if you take the time you know so we uh we try to take our time that it's hard with the volume we're dealing with. And, uh, we've actually had to turn away consigners lately because we have so many people wanting yeah. to consign stuff to us. I'm like, we just can't get to it all right now. So, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, again, I'm going to say, this is not a setup or a softball, but credit to you for saying, you know, it doesn't take much to lose a customer through bad customer service. Let's make sure we're taking care of everybody that we currently have. Um, exactly. and so that's good stuff there. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's going to be Chuck's part of the episode. That's right. We're talking vintage next on the collector and the dealer. A popular thought in the sports card world is that there's two camps, those that love the hobby and those that profit from the industry. Thanks to Sports Card Investor, you can do both. Jeff Wilson has built his Sports Card Investor YouTube channel and his personal website, sportscardinvestor.com, so that if you're a beginner looking to flip cards for cash or a returning veteran to the hobby wanting to make sure you get the best deals ahead of any emerging price trends, Sports Card Investor is for you. Sports Card Investor, the leading source for videos, podcasts, and articles about investing in sports cards. Profit from the hobby you love by visiting sportscardinvestor.com. Welcome back to The Collector and the Dealer. It is episode 46. Joe's headed to the National. Apparently so is everybody else. Uh, Joe, let's talk vintage now. And about two weeks ago, I got my first four PSA cards back from you and Got Baseball. Um, and I've got another, I don't know, 50 or so in the grading pipeline. Uh, give us an update on the PSA volume getting dropped off at the store each day. Well, it's picked up uh, as of uh, just last week. PSA opened up their express level, not to be confused with their super express level. So now that they've come down a level and, and it's a little cheaper, uh, we're, we're still at, we're at $235. That includes grading, shipping, insurance, back and forth. But we've had a number of people dropping cards off, which is staggering to think about at that price that people are eager to pay that, but they are, uh, which is about one month turnaround. 
as far as the backlog, I think we're down from, we had just over 87,000 cards there. And I think we're down to about 82,000 because we, we had a few thousand come back in the last week, still a long way to go. Um, you'll laugh because we've had some emails where customers said, Hey, I see where PSA says they're caught up. When are my cards going to be there? <laughs> and I'm like, no, they said they're caught up checking orders in, not grading them. <laughs> yeah. They don't just have this giant bin of boxes waiting to be opened for the first time now. Um, exactly. So side question, is there any way, because I, I just dropped off my albums and you and Steve, your singles expert, y'all went through and y'all harvested and then sent off. Um, I never really kept track of what y'all sent off. Is there any way for me to get an accounting of that? Yeah, we have every card itemized uh, and by customer. So, All right. Well, yeah. just, just send it along to me. Um, now, I also have a stack of another 30 cards or so that y'all have pulled. All vintage, all top condition. Um, what's the PSA timeline for getting these submitted? And it, what is your suggestion? I'm willing to wait. Uh, don't mind at all. But I hear people getting cards back in like 30 days, 35 days from other services right now. Um, but like I have a series of like 10 1969 Tops football commons. And you know why you would get those graded full bleed borders and all that. But y'all pulled about 10 of them. I think that would look weird in an SGC or a Beckett holder. I'm willing to wait for PSA. When do you think, like a forty dollar card, it will be? It'll be realistic to start submitting to PSA again. Probably next year. Okay. And I know listeners don't like to hear that, but based upon what I've been told, uh, and again, it could change because you know if if they speed up efficiency and get more cards processed. But what I'm hearing right now, uh, and this is all again tentative. Of course, they've just opened up the express level. We expect them to open up another level in a month or two, but you're still going to be looking at around a, at least probably $100 a card for that level. So, you know, you you extrapolate that out, coming down a couple of levels at a time, you're probably looking at next year before there's anything reasonable, what you'd call reasonable, when you want to grade vintage commons, you know, let's say yeah. or $30 cards. So uh, we have a number of customers who have switched to other companies. For vintage, we've had a number switch over to SGC. Uh, for modern, we've had a number switch over to BGS or CSG. Uh, for what you have, uh, where you're trying to maximize your return on a lower dollar card of vintage, you would probably it, it would probably benefit you just to wait. Yeah, yeah. And let me ask you about one. I don't even know if you saw this, but you may have. And I try not to be a boastful man, but I got a 58 Mantle Aaron, the the World Series Foes card. Love that card, yeah. Joe, I'll take the Pepsi Challenge versus any other raw, ungraded copy of that card. Um, I'm not kidding. I think that could be be a nine. Um, And so, again, it just, for me, it looks better in a PSA holder, and I know that that's the measuring stick, and and Beckett is awesome, and I, I know all. What would you do with that card in particular if it really has potential for a high grade? Wait or go now? I would, if it's that nice... I would probably go ahead and send it because you're probably looking at at least two months before it's going to come down another level. Uh, and the thing is, if it grades a nine, probably even if they grades an eight, it's going to be upcharged into one of those higher levels anyway. Oh, you're right. So you're you're going to be paying that price anyway. So you might as well go ahead and send it. Folks, so. this is why we have Joe on the podcast, all right, because he's the pro and he knows. Um, all right, now let's talk about something else that's been going on, and we've talked about this on the uh, past several episodes. 
I decided about nine, ten months ago I was going to redirect my collecting, and I've started to to c- convert some of my cards into cash so I can move to these two new areas. Um, I've started redirecting to Super Bowl tickets and also pre-war, and I got a question for you. Um, pre-war mail-away premiums, I'm talking Sporting Life, Murad, whatever, um, oversized cards and cabinets that you would get for mailing off like 15 or 25 or 100 like cigarette coupons or whatever. This is a seriously narrow street in the in the hobby. I understand that. Do you ever even see like turkey reds and and cabinet cards and obacks and things like that? Basically never. I can't I can't remember some of those you've just mentioned I've never purchased. I've never been offered. They they're so scarce and just uh they were scarce to start with and they're not as well known and not as well you know they're just not traded that often in the industry so uh very cool cards but no i rarely ever see those these are the nationals about the only place i see any decent selection of those absolutely and i was about to say because you'll see people at the national like you said i am jamming product into every square inch of that van and we're gonna have maximized tables joe you see this as well at the national you'll walk up to a table there'll be somebody who has two glass cases each one only has like four or five items in it and yep. and one of them is like a sporting life Christy Matthewson for twenty two thousand dollars. I'm like, right. okay, that's how rare this is. Um, what about Super Bowl tickets? Do you ever get any of them coming across your desk? About the only thing I ever see are reprints. They just uh, they're, they're, you you certainly don't see full tickets. Yeah. Uh, and they're now I tell you I take that back. I see them when people bring them in to get graded. But as far as people selling them to me, no. Yeah. Uh, because I, PSA has a huge market on grading those. Yeah, and I, I can tell you, I, I I know what I'm getting into here. And and so I just it, it was one of those things as as one of my good friends put it, he's like, when it comes to collecting sets, you realize you climb that mountain. I was like, Well, I've been working at it for forty five years. So if I ain't completed it after forty five years, Joe, there's something wrong with me. Um, so that's why I, it literally first time in my life I'm thinking of something other than quote just cards. Uh, last thing, my 1979 Topps baseball vending box. We talked before about it that I need to get it wrapped by Baseball Card Exchange uh, up in Indiana. Uh, what's that process? How how do I begin? Because I talked. I originally I remember I asked you about sending it to PSA, and you're like, well, if you send it to PSA, they're just going to send it to Indiana anyway. Right. Yeah. And PSA right now just does the pack grading. Uh, if you're wanting a box wrapped. You just need to contact Baseball Card Exchange directly. And I can tell you right now, they are slammed. I talked to Steve Hart by email just a couple weeks ago, and uh, I think they're busier than ever. And, of course, they're also getting ready for the National. And I know if you've ever – I know you've seen it, but their layout at the National is is staggering. I remember one of their employees told me a couple of years ago, he said, yeah, he said, we start a few months out. And he said, we set up the whole booth like in a warehouse or something to prep for it and see what's going to work. And I'm like, man, I thought we did a lot of work for it, but yeah. uh, If I could invite anybody, I'm sorry, you and anybody else, Joe, go look at my Twitter feed, King CFB. And if you click on media, then you can just start scrolling backwards, you know, and seeing all the pictures every year at Mm -hmm. national, I invariably there's something from baseball card exchange that I'll tweet out. I've got a picture of a 69 tops basketball pack with Lou Alcindor on top. Um, mm. uh, a 59 Ted Williams full box, uh, the 67 first series baseball cello, 
Uh, there's just so much unreal, unopened product that I've never seen before except them at the National. And so if anybody's listening, go look at my Twitter feed. You're going to see a lot of really good stuff there. Joe buys a box. Well, he said it. Joe's going to buy a box. We do this every single episode. Joe is at his store. He's going to take something down from the shelf. Going to tell us how much it cost, what's inside, and what the hits may be. Joe, you buying a box this week? What do you got? Yeah, I'm going with the brand new Archives Signature Series Retired Player Edition from Tops. This is a one-and-done box. It's one card, one pack, one card. And what it is, each uh, box has a buyback autograph of a retired player. Their literature that promoted the product shows autographs of Jeter, Yount, Bench, Ichiro, Chipper Jones, all on original Topps cards that Topps has bought back off the market, then serial numbered, and then had the player sign the card. So very unique. There's some, uh, you know, you can go back as as far as Topps has made cards. You never know who they'll have in there, but uh, it's a very cool product every year. And, and give me give me the price again on that. Around seventy five a box. Okay, so it's basically it's like a mystery rip. Like what you're talking about with, with, what was it, basketball slabs and soccer slabs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to open that. It's, and and there's, isn't there a company, have you seen this, autographed mini helmets? You don't know who you're getting, but you just open it. I mean, all of the jerseys, I've seen hockey sticks. Uh, there's a mm-hmm. lot of mystery autographs, but you know you're getting somebody. Um, yes. So 75 70 75 bucks for the one card, one pack. Uh, Chuck's Vintage Set of the Week. 1964 Philadelphia football. You talk about buzzard's luck. Uh, Philadelphia Gum Company got the NFL contract. Um, and so Tops pivoted and said, well, I guess we'll take the consolation prize, the AFL contract, which, of course, was one year right before Namath. So Tops winds up winning anyway. But Philadelphia thought they had something. The Philadelphia Gum Company, they had a four-year run making football cards in the mid-60s. The 64 set, it's loaded. 33 players, four coaches who were eventually inducted into the Hall of Fame, uh, Merlin Olson, uh, John Mackey, Herb Adderley, some of the all-time greats, plus all the Hall of Famers. I think they're gorgeous football cards that kind of get ignored, Joe. Any any opinions about uh, the Philadelphia run or, in particular, 64? Yeah, I, I love those. Uh, they're very, I think, undervalued. They're, just, they're underappreciated, let's say. Um, they had, you know, the 64, that nice white border, um, nice – color bar at the bottom is a beautiful set uh again underappreciated they actually grade pretty well because it was actually a good card stock uh and you know this the the quality was decent as far as like centering and things you can find some pretty nice ones so um for those who, who love 60s football it's an affordable set uh with with some some good names like you said to, to hunt down and, and folks when joe talks about the angle every so often i don't know if you do this joe but like you don't go more than like three or four sentences without some sort of nod to hey what's going to look good for grading um yeah. and that's kind of your default isn't it because I, we were talking about a modern issue and you're like no that's a 2015 upper deck that's an easy 10 um right. and so it's all about because you got to look at this from a business angle what do i see that i can grade that's pretty much it for you right yeah i mean sadly i mean I feel, it's like the collector in me's died sometimes because somebody brings in a, a, a guy somebody brought in a lot of vintage this week and i'm like these are all beat up i'm like they're great old cards but they're going to grade like ones and twos so i'm not really interested and so uh, sadly we have to kind of think you know what what's the potential of this card 
Uh, is there a way to turn it in from a $10 card into a $50 card, and, you know, or a $100 card into a $500 card by having it graded? So, so yes, I immediately look at condition and think about those those things, centering yeah. corners, edges, et cetera. And you had talked about the stories before. We actually mentioned a couple of times the LeBron Carmelo box sets from his rookie year. And then I mentioned about a month ago when I was in your store, I walked into the catacombs downstairs. I must have seen 40 box sets from a recent couple of years that had just been opened and harvested from. And I was like, oh, they're getting the parallels and all those. You got to look at it, man. That A hot rookie hits. It's time to open all these 2018 box sets, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, we like we just bought up a bunch of the new uh, upper deck hot rookie sets for this year. And, uh, yeah, we st- we're still grading a bunch of the LeBron. I still think those are some of the most undervalued parts in the industry. Yep. You know. Outstanding. All right, well, that's going to wrap up this episode of The Collector the Dealer. We will be back in seven days. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.